Stone Edition, and on page 490, Parshas Kisisa, we learn as follows. Pshatove Zachan, ganz Pshatove, ganz schön. Nicht kompliziert, due to the weather. It's a bit humid out there, a bit warm, have to exert too much energy. I spent enough time on this, my nicht. Let's go. So in Chumash it says as follows. Take a look at the Rashi. The reason why I'm saying to take a look at the Rashi, because we will soon, I will soon introduce to you, present to you what it says in Mechilte. So, and according to certain Mephorshim, the Mechilte treats some of the words of this Pasuk. So let's see how Rashi treats it. It says in the Torah, So take a look at the two Rashis, and seemingly they're repeating each other. They sound repetitive at first glance. In other words, they're saying the same message. What does it say in Yud Gimel? It says Va'ato. So Rashi repeats the Va'ato, which is also unusual. Because it's enough that Rashi quotes it in the Dibra Maschal. No, Rashi wants to highlight the Va'ato. And as we'll soon see, it's highlighted. Because if you look at the Chumash, that's what many of the Meforshim discuss. Meforshim Rashi explained, take a look at the Pasuk. It says, It should have said, Daber al Bnei Yisrael Leimer. Maze Va'ato. So Bishloimer, so the Meforshim discuss in many different Meforshim, in the Bechilte and also Meforshim Rashi. It says, Va'ato Tetzava, right? Many times the terrorist starts over Atta, but there it doesn't have this introduction of Ayyem Hashem al Mashalaymer. But here it's Mamish repetitious. So what's the Ba'ato? So Akhudish Borku says, Ba'ato Dabra Albana Yisra Ba'ato. Says Rashi, Afal Bishit Kadutichal, it's a voice of Mlechas Abishkan, even though I commanded you to, uh, to command it, to, to, to direct the Eden from Mlechas Abishkan, Al Yokel Be'enecha Litches Shabbos, from Reis Melocha. It shouldn't be light in your eyes to push off the Shabbos because of the Mlechas Abishkan. Then it says, Akhash Abisay Satishmer. Says Rashi, even though you're going to be very swift and, uh, so to speak, all zrizus, uh, yeah, in the melacha, Shabbos al titcha miponel. Don't push Shabbos away because of the melacha's mission. Rashi says, how do you know it from this word? Pasuk. It says, ach, kol achin berakin meutin. Wherever it says ach, it comes to minimize the minus. Lemaid Shabbos melacha's mission. Okay, so the, we mentioned already before, the Ramban already is bothered with this Rashi because according to this it comes out that this is Memait in the Malachas HaMishkan. That we're limiting Malachas HaMishkan. Don't do Malachas HaMishkan on Shabbos. But where is this Ach written? In Shabbos, not in the Mishkan. So it should be, the Ach is a mute in the rule, according to the rule of Ach in Verak and Mu'utin, it should be minimizing the Shabbos, not in Lachas HaMishkan. The Rabban already has the Shaila, and therefore the Rabban says, no, here the mute is actually, the Rabban of Bechai also brings it, that the Ach is Memait in the Shabbos, because we learn from here, Pekoch Nefash is Deich Shabbos. That's number one. Number two, also we know Korbonis are Deich Shabbos. 
So here it's negate to Malachas Amishkan. The Malachas Amishkan is Dadrech Shabbos, but they learn what is the Ach Shabbos is to Shmurah to say. Say as follows: that even though Malachas Amishkan is Dadrech Shabbos, but the Korbanos of the Mishkan are Dadrech Shabbos. So it's actually a mute in the Malachas in the Shabbos. Beside, we're going on now. But Lachayr Rashi seems to say the same message in both Pesukim. Now, why is Rashi saying a message both in the first part and the second part? Because both sections need definition. Because here it says va'ato, so va'ato is miyuter extra. Good evening. And also it says achesh apsoisit shmur. So what's the ach? So therefore Rashi says, but seemingly the same, the same message. So there's just many before she Rashi deal with it. But Atayir Epshat in Rashi is from the Truma Sadeshin. The Truma Sadeshin, the Roman Savior Truma Sadeshin, one of the Dudi Ashkenaz, Chachme Ashkenaz, Dudi Aposkim. He has a Pirush in Rashi called Biurei Chidushe Maharai and Pirush Rashi. Atayir Epirush. So he says as follows. He says, Rashi, there are two messages here. One message is to Moshe Rabbeinu, to the Yidin who have to bring the donations to the Mishkan. That's the first section of Rashi. And the second section of Rashi is to those who are dealing and making, doing the actual work in the Mishkan. The Malachas Mishkan building and working on the things which are needed in the Mishkan. And he says, if you'll read the Rashi as well, you'll see it very clear. And we say, He says, to bring the donations. Right? So to bring the donations, that's far off from the Malachas Mishkan. You only donate now. Right? You're carrying. So you would think, so that maybe is not allowed. And HaKadosh Baruch says, Va'ato, you tell the Eden not to do the donations. But maybe I would think the Meloche itself, which is much close to the actual Korbones HaMishkan and the like, that would possibly be allowed. So that comes then a second Rashi, and we say, no, you're actually doing the Meloche. Nevertheless, the Meloche is also not the Shabbos. And he says, these are the two uh, two messages. This is, these are the messages of these two Rashi's. I've seen also the same for Imri Shefer on British Rashi Alatari Megdali. I'm before from quotes already. This Bir Marai. You take a look at Yosef Sechachomim. I think it's your. I look in. I look in this. Yeah, in a, a Mikroiz Gedolus. I don't know if the Kitzur has it, but in your standard Mikroiz Gedolus, the Sifsa Chachamim says Al Derechze. But I believe it's a different shot. He says the difference between the Tzibur and the Yochi. The first is dealing with the public, and that's a message for the public. So I would think maybe the public is prohibited. But then there's another din. Ach, Ach Hashem says we're telling even the, each individual also to refrain. That seems to be another approach. It's also taken from other Gedolus and Beforshim. End it. Basically, I'm highlighting with this Pirush Rashi is that you see the words are need definition. Okay, let's go to the to the Michilta. Okay, Rabbi Yitzchak, we're starting the Michilta, so you're not going to miss out on anything. The Seder, the Michilta says a interesting zach. Says in the Michilta on the pasuk, Yomer Hashem al Moshe Leimer. Says the Mechilta, Yoy Marashem al Moshe, Loy al Yedei Malach, Veloy al Yedei Shomeach. It's a Mechilta. Yoy Marashem al Moshe, Loy al Yedei Malach, Veloy al Yedei Shomeach. What is the Mechilta word? So there are many interesting definitions in this Mechilta. I'll present to you a couple, and then we'll see some very interesting shot of the Rogat Shavar going. And it's also connected to the sequence of the Mechilta. But first, let's approach it based on the, the text of the Mechilta, the way we see it, the way it's presented for us, without any variations of texts. And that is the approach of the Zayis Ran. Zayis Ran is the Mogan Avram. Uh, 
his commentary everybody has because most Jewish homes, Shalom, have a Yalkut Shimoni. So this text of the Michilt is found in the Yalkut Shimoni. There, there is a, a, a condensed Pirush of the Zayis Ran, but it's condensed. So to appreciate exactly what the Mogan Avram is saying, one would have to have the full text of the Zayis Ran, and that's available. Baruch Hashem, I have it. We've mentioned it many times. So in the Zayis Ran, and he says as follows. He says, What does that mean? Hashem is speaking to Moshe, and he says to Moshe, he's speaking directly to Moshe. Hashem is direct to Moshe. There is no Malach in between Hashem and Moshe. There's no Sholiach messenger in between Hashem and Moshe. Hashem is speaking directly to Moshe. That's the way we understand the Sifri. What is what the Mechilta? What does the Mechilta want? In other words, two things. Number one, what is so novel about this? Is this something unique, Dafke here? And if it's unique, why is it Dafke here, not everywhere? Why is it Dafke said here in relation to Shabbos? Says the Zayis Ranon that, yeah, so Hashem speaks directly to Moshe. So it's based on as follows. Firstly, what, what demands what is the basis to demand the Pirush? So he says, take a look at the text. It says, Vayoymer Hashem al-Moshe. The standard language in the Chumash is Vayidaber Hashem al-Moshe. Very unusual. He says it doesn't say anywhere Vayoymer Hashem al-Moshe. Except for here. Well, today it's easy to find. Or if you have a Concordantia. Or if you have a Barilam disc. Whatever. B'cholayfim. It says a couple of times Vayoymer Hashem al-Moshe. But very <coughs> infrequent. One very known, popular place is in Kriyashma. In the Parshas Tzitzis, we say daily in the Kriyashma, it says, So it says, okay? Then we also find it in Parshas Nosoi, by Belechas Hamishka, and then it's also in Parshas Pinchas, by Bnei Slavchod, and another place, if I recall correctly, but it's very infrequent. Normally it says, so what does it say over here? Vayoymer Hashem el Moshe says the Zayis Ran, and that is the basis for the for the Michilta to say loyal de Malach loyal de Shliach. There's a special message which Hakadosh Baruch Hu is conveying, speaking in a special form and fashion to Moshe, which is not found all over. What is that? It's dafke directly to him. No one becomes aware of it. Not a Malach will know of it. Not a Shliach will know of it. It's only between Hashem and Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? It's in total secrecy. What is he telling him here? He's telling him here Shabbos, about Shabbos. The Gemara says, the, the Yalkut continues on to bring, bring the known Gemara, Mesech the Beitzah. The Gemara says, Mesech the Beitzah. Beitzah, Beitzah. Daftez Zayin Amudalef. Talakodesh Baruch Hu gives the Jewish people Beini Uvein Bnei Yisrael. That's in Parshas Kizisa. In this sequence of the Parsha Shabbos, it says Veshamru Bnei Yisrael as a Shabbos, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu says Beini Uvein Bnei Yisrael Ois Hila Olam. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives Shabbos as a gift, a matona only to Am Yisrael and not to the nations. And the Gemara says it doesn't. It doesn't inform the nations. So the Gemara says it doesn't. So how does he want to punish them for not keeping Shabbos, etc., etc.? It seems like he does go around keeping it against them. So the Gemara says, but he does. Doesn't convey to them the, the merits for keeping Shabbos or the or the Neshama Yisera. That's the discussion of Masechta Beitzah. But the, the gist of what the Mogen Avram says is as follows: He says, due to the fact that it has to be in total secrecy, so not just 
aren't the nations allowed to know about it? Even the Sorim, Sorry Umas aren't allowed to know about it, right? Their masters, those Malochim, who are set aside to look after the nations, no one's supposed to, it's not their business. It's a private thing between Eden and HaKadosh Baruch and Moshe Rabbeinu. So therefore there's no way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can convey the message of Shabbos via any, it could be the, the most angelic whatever, right? Malach. But that's not good enough, it has to be directly to Moshe Rabbeinu. Because it has to be in total secrecy. So says the Zayis Ranam to give Pshat in this Sif Mechilte. That's why, and that's why it says, by Yoimar Hashem al-Moshe, not by Yedaber, to highlight this, that is why the Malach Volei Al Tisholeich, the Erechaim HaKadosh, the Erechaim HaKadosh says the same thing as a Pshat, but not this whole Pshatl, but he says, look, I see it says a Mechilte. He's bothered why it says, by Yoimar Hashem al-Moshe. Not by Yedaber Hashem al-Moshe. Unusual, says the Rechaim HaKadosh, ah, that may be the message of the Mechilta. That's why the Mechilta highlights and says, Dafka Alidei HaKadosh Boruch Hu Ba'atzmoy, V'loi Aldei Malach, V'loi Aldei Shliach, because Vayoymer conveys and highlights uh, uh, and demonstrates a, a more profound message. Vayidabar is the standard talk. Vayoymer is more refined. Like Imru Tzadik Kitoivli brings a possible word, the Loshan Amira is something unique and novel relative to Vayidaber. So that, because it says Vayoymer, that tells us that there's a special thing being done with Moshe Rabbeinu, which is therefore It doesn't explain why in this text. But basically it's the same approach. Okay, let's move. So we're talking about every case of Vayom Hashem No, they talk about this case, and we would need to explain the other cases where there's a, where Vayomer Hashem Moshe is mentioned, yes. which is infrequent and possibly in those other cases. Either we'll have to find some pshat or there is a pshat. Okay, um, we're moving on. This is the way they learn that the loyalty of the is referring to Hashem to Moshe. There's another approach, and that is the approach of most Mephorshim. And that is the, the Pirush, a known Pirush from Chnas Tof Ayin Beis, going over, over 300 years ago. A known, uh, one of the Bali Samcha. It's called Zeye Nachamenu. It's on the Mechildet. I actually looked in the Birchus Anitzi from the Sivim of Alosh, and he doesn't have anything to say on it. But the Becholai from the Pirish, Zeyin Nachameinu, he says as follows. You know how he learns? He says, Loyalit Emalach, Valadeh Al Nishulich is not referring to Hashem and Moshe. It's referring to Hashem telling Moshe that Moshe, when you're giving over to Am Yisroel, the din of Shabbos, it should be done, you gotta do it. Loyalit Emalach, Valadeh Shulich. No one else, I want you to do it yourself. Okay? So he says as follows, he says, that makes more sense. Listen, everything makes sense. There are different ways of how to learn. The problem is, here we go. Right. To say such a pshat, it should have said, excuse me, it's the, 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 the Mechilta says it on Vayomer Hashem al-Moshe. As if it's going, referring to Vayomer Hashem al-Moshe, right? It's not going on to the second section where it says right thereafter, Daber va'ato daber al bnei Yisrael. If it's referring to Moshe, that Moshe should give it over in a certain form and fashion. It should have said it on Ba'at to Daber al Bnei Yisroel Leimar. But Leimar is a Zoytzuzuk, and so Hashem is telling Moshe. But the Mitzvah doesn't even quote the Leimar. By Yomar Hashem al Moshe. Hey, hey, Tatazis, Echvilor Uisfir. Lemaise de Zayin Nachamin Menu says as follows: that either, however we learn, either it goes on the By Yomar Hashem al Moshe, even if it, or even if it doesn't, it relates to Ba'at to Daber al Bnei Yisroel. And basically, that is the message HaKadosh Baruch was saying, and it's mainly referring to Va'ato Daber al Bnei Yisrael. Really, in the Mechilte Derashbi, 
which is uh, another text of the Mechilta. We have the standard Mechilta is Mechilta the Rabbi Yishmoel. There's also a Mechilta the Rabbi Shmuel. It's very light Mechilta the Rabbi Shmuel. So there it says Mefurish on the words. So it says Mefurish in the text of the Mechilta the Rabbi So therefore they want to say that, I mean, they don't want to say it. So it's very easy, it's much easier to say that's the meaning also. Of is this what it means in every class? So it says, uh, uh, no, here, here, because it's repetition, it's extra. It says already, So why do we, what does it say? We discussed that, yeah, it says, Vayyamer is unusual, then also, Vayyamer daber is extra. It should have said, Daber al Israel, so the Vayyamer is Mayuta. Okay, so therefore, the Vayyamer tells us, that means you, Dafke, Dafke you, and no Shmiach, and no Malach. Um, why Taka says the Zay and Achamene, why Kodesh Moroch wants Dafke Moshe Rabbeinu to pass it on? Because Moshe Rabbeinu needed a Tikkun to fix something up. Because when it came to the Mon and the Yidin, the, uh, and, it's, it's, and the Yidin, he was supposed to command the Yidin not to take the, the mitzvah of Shabbos, and he delayed bringing it to their attention. So there are Kodesh Baruch who held it against him, and therefore it says in the Pasuk that when they did something wrong, it's regarded as if he did something wrong. Even though he did nothing wrong, he just delayed the message. So therefore the Zayin Achamenu says Rashi brings it also before in Parshas B'Shalach. Take a look at the Parshas Amon. So I'll call upon him. He says, therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you have to fix it up. How? If you don't pass it on to anyone. You, because initially you didn't give on over my message, now I want you yourself to pass on this message and no one else. That's why Hashem says to him, That's the approach of the Zayin Achamenu. Uh, the Torah Tumima says, She says, you know, Rashi, if you remember, we just mentioned a moment ago, Rashi says, What does the Rashi say? that you, even though you're all excited at the Malachas HaMishkan, but you have no right to push off Shabbos, right? Shabbos remains. So basically he's saying, Hashem says to him, listen, you may want to give it up. I command you to tell Kalal Yisrael to, to, to keep Shabbos. So you may be busy, right? You're busy with the Malachas HaMishkan. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no, you're talking busy with the Malachas HaMishkan, nevertheless. You have to pass on also Mitzvah Shabbos. The Malbim, for instance, says, what is the Chiddush why Hashem Dafke here? Again, because the question is why Dafke in this mitzvah? It should be by all mitzvahs the same. So Dafke in this mitzvah, because if we, we look back on Aserah Sadirus, it says already, HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Am Yisroel with the Zohar HaSiyah Shabbos L'Katshay. So Moshe Rabbeinu, when Hashem adds details in Dine Shabbos, he would have possibly, would possibly expect that Moshe Rabbeinu will say, okay, the main message was given over by Hashem anyway. Right? He didn't know about it. Just the details, so I'll pass it on to Aaron and not about view, like there's a whole procedure in the Gemara Mesech Ta'erevin, how they were taught. So why do I have to bother with giving over the Eden Dine Shabbos? They know already Dine Shabbos. The details are passed on to Aaron and not about So Baruch Hu says, no, the details you too have to pass on and no one else. In the Seifim Merkeva Samishna, on the Mechilta, he has already a pshat and a pilpul, etc., but it's too lengthy, so I'm not going to pass it on. But if you have a Merkeva Samishna, you can see what he has to say, why Dafka, etc. Interestingly to note, is in the Sefer say the Parshi is from the Aderes, he brings a text of the Vilna Goin, the Hagois Hagro, and he says, you know, in our text it reads, Let me just bring to your attention that it's not the, the Aderes, but in the Mechilta de Rajbi, there's another variation, a text which reads, We're not talking about a Malach. Okay, that's number, and the truth is, if we're talking about Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu, it makes sense a Malach, Hashem will use a Malach. 
But what does Moshe Rabbeinu use in Malachim, right? So what's this de Malach, de Sholiach? So therefore, Rabbi Rab Mendel Kasher wants to say, Ah, the Malach, we, uh, we find that Kodesh Baruch says, So maybe it can refer to Yehoshua, the Malach. It's an unusual thing it's referring to. We're, we're addressing it to, uh, to uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. So the, the text Melitz maybe would, uh, would be more appreciated. But that's the text in, in Michal to the Rashbi. What is interesting, so to say the parashi is says, look at the Agoyis Agro. The Agoyis Agro has a text, Loyal Miturgimon. So he says, no one really paid attention to what the Vilna Goyim wants to tell us with this. So he says, the Vilna Goyim wants to tell us a Givaldika thing. Of course, if we would have just read the words, Loyal Malach, Loyal Shliach, I would have been mistaken to think, like we originally touched, that what is this message? It's between Hashem and Moshe. That Hashem is speaking to Moshe directly and doesn't have a mediator or intermediate as a Malach or a Shleach, like the Zayisran and the Rechaim HaKadosh Lord. The, the, the Vilna Gaim wants to tell us, don't be mistaken to touch the Sifri, the Mechilta that way. The message of the Mechilta is from Hashem to Moshe, that Moshe, when you speak to the Yidin, you shouldn't speak with someone in between. How, how is that? Reality Meturgimon. A Meturgimon means a translator. Between Hashem and Moshe, you don't need a translator. But between Moshe and the Yidin, you may need a translator, right? So that's why the Vilna Goyim puts in the text of Loyalidei Meturgimon to teach us Pshat, that the Loyalidei Malach Al-Dishlech refers to Moshe and the Eden. Uh, he had, I don't know why he was under the impression that according to the Vilna Goyim, the Meturgimon takes the place of Malach. Sorry, not Maya Goyim Sagro. Maya Goyim Sagro, it, takes, it, it replaces Shalia. According to the Vilna Goyim, the Goyim Sagro reads, Loyalidei Meturgimon Loyalidei Malach. It would have been more appreciated if it would have replaced the Malach. But let's go on. That's what the Seder Parashi says. So we see already that we're substantiating this second shot that this message is said to Moshe Rabbeinu. It's late, so we're moving. I just want to introduce to you a Piddush of the Rebbe Rab Heshel, which approaches and analyzes this Aldera Chahalocha, and then we'll come to the Rebbe Chavar The Rebbe Rab Heshel in the Sefer Chanukah Satur. In other words, this, that's a compilation of Torahs of the Rebbe Rab Heshel, who's the Rebbe of the Shach. From the Gedele, from hundreds of years ago. He asks as follows. He says, if you read the sequence, he connects and he says two things there. I have, there's also a sequence to this Mechilta. The first uh, message of the Mechilta is, Okay. Then there's a sequence which says, it says in the Mechilta, on the words, Right? So the Bechilta asks, what, Why is this written? What is this said? And actually, if you pay attention, right? We asked already Monday that a lot of these psukim seem to be repetitious, right? It says already Veshamru, or it says already all the different psukim which seemingly seem to highlight you have to keep the Shabbos. So, Lama Nemar, what does it say? Achashab Says the Mechilta, answers the Mechilta. Because it says in the Torah, I only know from there that what you have to refrain on Shabbos, not to transgress Shabbos from doing the cardinal malachas. But how do I know that I also have to refrain from doing even literally with me translated in Yonim which the Chachamim added on these malachas, Isurim the Rabbonon prohibitions, rabbinical prohibitions, which are known as Shvus. 
Talmud Loimar, Eshab Soisai. That's what the Torah says, Eshab Soisai, Lahavi Dvorim Shehein Mishum Shvus. That comes to include that even those things, not just the, the Lametes Maloches of Shabbos, but even those Shvusin are also prohibited on Shabbos. That's why it says Eshab Soisai. Now, this is a novel Sifri, because we know very well that Midoi Raisa, there are Lametes Maloches, right? And then there are Ovois and Tulders, etc., etc., Lumis after Shabbos, Mishnah, Rambam, etc., right? But then there are Isurim the Rabbonah, which are known as Shvusim, right? These are things which limit us, which guard us, either, like the Rambam says, the Chachamim prohibit the things which are, seem to be like Melochas, to keep us refraining from Melochas, or therefore they prohibited certain things, or things which can bring us to do Melochas. These are the, 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 the criteria of the Rambam, the way he sets it out in Hilchis Shabbos. Okay, so those things are about to prohibit, but it remains merely rabbinic, right? Here it seems that the Michilta says that we have a basis to prohibit Melochas, Shvusim, now, so the Zayin not moved by it, he says, what's the problem? He says this in Parshas, he refers us to his spiritual Parshas boy, and he says the Ramban, there in Parshas boy, quotes this kind of Mechilta other way, and the Ramban doesn't like it, because he says, Shvusim only with the Rabbanan. He says there's something wrong with these, the texts of these Brises. says the Zayin what's wrong? You know, sometimes there are different dis di di disputes and, 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 and different days and different opinions. Generally, we accept that the Shvusim Amad Rabbonim, the Mechil tells us it's the Oraisa. What can be Giferlach? Giferlach, why should the Braisa not be reliable? That's the Zayin Achamenu's approach. We'll soon come to another analysis. We'll go, well, well, we're not finished. But the Iker, let's just go on. So I'm just saying this seems to be novel and not in vain, the Zayis Ramon and many other before Shamichil to say it's only an Asmachta. It's merely an asmachta meaning that the Chachamim prohibited things for their reason and they found something to lean on, an expression or a lotion in the Torah or remnants of the Torah like here, to lean on, to prohibit it, to, 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 to base it, to, forgive it to, to, to substantiate their prohibition and the like. Okay, asmachta, the Zemachlokis are showing exactly how we analyze asmachta. It makes no difference, but that's just a bit, that's their approach. We'll see. All the Zayish Shran and many before Shemun, it's only an asmachta. We'll see see that it's, no, 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 according to the Rambam and according to the Ramban in, in Parshas Amor and according to the Rabbi Trevor Goyen and many others, we'll see that actually we could take this quite straightforward and literally. Okay, but the Shaila is, where do we know it from these words, Eshab From the words Eshab we derive that even the Shvusim are prohibited. Where do we know it from Eshab so I mentioned that could be because it's extra, right? It's muter. There seems to be some extra wording here, etc., etc. Now, some of our say because it says tishmoru. Tishmoru says refrain, keep away, watch out. So, so to speak means boundary, right? Set a boundary, like the Mesha Chochma brings a parshas Vaschanon, where the Gemara says ushmartem es mishmarti, asum mishmeres la mishmarti. So where we have the term shamor or mishmeres, that means watch out, keep an eye, don't, in order you shouldn't transgress. So therefore, tishmeru would tishmeru mean they made such fences to keep, to, ref, to not to, oh, to end up transgressing at all raisa. Uh, others, the Rechaim Hakadosh says, it's, we know it from the Shapsoisai plural. Why? Because there's a Shabbos which prohibits you in Dinim de Oraisa. There's a Shabbos which prohibits you in Dinim de Rabona. In other words, every Shabbos the day, right, has a twofold prohibition. So that's the Shabbos plural. Listen to what Rebbe Abhashel says. He connects these two Michiltis and he links them. He says they're linked. He says, Taka, where do we Taka know from Eshab Soisai that there's a prohibition, right, of Shvusim de Rabona? Where do we know it from? And he says, the answer is 
from the first statement of the Mechilta. And that's exactly what the intent of the Mechilta is. And he says as follows. He says, HaKadosh Baruch who created the world, right? Seven days, six days, and rested on Shabbos, right? In what form and fashion did HaKadosh Baruch who created the world take out your Chumash Bereshis? Like it says, Basorom HaMoros Nevro'olam, Bidvar Hashem Shabbayim Nasser, right? So Hashem creates the world by verbalizing, not myself, verbalizing. That's the term used on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Basorom HaMoros Nevro'olam, Bidvar Hashem Shabbayim Nasser, etc., right? Okay. There is an issue de Rabbono. So, Shabsoisai. What does Shabsoisai mean? Hashem says, My Shabbos. Hashem says, I created the world and I want you should watch, refrain, don't desecrate, and watch my Shabbos. What was Hashem's Shabbos? He was Shoyves not just from Maiseh, he was Shoyves also from Dibu. But mainly now, when we tell a Yid, Refrain, don't desecrate the Shabbos both in Maisa and in Dibur. What kind of Dibur is there in a desecration of the Shabbos? So there's a halacha, a, a, a known halacha, a popular halacha on Shabbos, which is merely midarabon, but it's only in Dibur. Amir Akum Shvus. You're not allowed to tell a boy to do for you a malacha before Shabbos or on Shabbos. Either the Orais or the Rabbon or whatever, all the different halachas relating to it. But that's a known halacha. Amir telling the guy to do a malacha on your behalf, before or after, whatever, etc., etc., is prohibited. Whatever the reasons are, not the gay, now we have no time to discuss it. But that's the halacha. Amir Olakim Shus. Sakhodesh Baruch says, Eshab Soisai Tishmer. My Shabbos watch. My, I rested from Dibur. You too rest from Dibur. From there. From there, the Mechilta learned that Shusim are prohibited. So we know it from Shabbos. So he signed my Shabbos. Says, says the, the Rabbi, this message would have only been able to be conveyed if Moshe Rabbeinu himself is telling the Eden. Masha'en came if he would have used a third party. Moshe Rabbeinu is Shechina Medaberes Mitoyot Groinoi. So when Moshe Rabbeinu says, Es Shab Soisai Tishmeru to the Am Yisroel, who's really saying it? It's Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu is merely a channel, right? A vehicle. Which via him is like the, 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 the loudspeaker of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But he is merely a channel which Hashem speaks through Moshe. Shechina Medaberes Mitoyot Groinoi. So when he says, Es Shab Soisai Tishmeru, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying it. Who's saying it? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So then the Eden gets get the message. Moshe Rabbeinu, Shechina Medaberes Mitoyot Groinoi, saying, Es Shab Soisai Tishmeru. It means Hashem says, watch my Shabbos. Mine means Moshe, not mine, Moshe's. Moshe, when Moshe says mine, it means Hashem's, right? Ah, mine? So what is Hashem's Shabbos? Dibur. So from there, he'd know that you have to refrain from Shvusim, Amir Olakim Shvus. Let me finish. Anybody who says my Shabbos. But if it's someone else, a Malach or a Shliach. But he doesn't have this unique and novel characteristic. Right? So when another party is saying it, and not Moshe Rabbeinu, and he's sending it as a message of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so he's giving up what Hashem said, right? Verbatim, vortem vort is a shliach namon. But who's saying it? He's saying it on his own accord, and he says, Hashem said to keep it. So when I, well, a third party, not Moshe Rabbeinu, a different party, a strange party is saying, my Shabbos, it sounds like it's that individual Shabbos, that human being Shabbos. Uh, then I would know that you have to refrain from a middle of Shvus. So these two sections of Mechilta are connected, and that's the halakhic perspective according to Rabbi Rabbi Heshel. Listen to what the Rabbi Shabbat says. We have eight minutes. It's mine? Yashakah. Mm. Rabbi Shabbat Kohen said you learned it out from Hashem, you said on Monday, from the word Hashem. 
ושמרו means not snow. The menucha, the menucha of Shabbos, not Shomru was telling us you have to take precautions even beforehand. But the Indian of menucha, we know the prohibitions of, of the Rabbonans. Because, in other words, let's go on. The Rokhachov going tells us as follows. So the Rokhachov, in the words of the Rokhachov, it says as follows. He deals with this text. And he also learns like the, the latter of fortune, which we mentioned, that Akkadish Rokhachov tells Moshe Rabbeinu that you should pass it on to the Am Yisrael, not through a Shliach and not through a Malach. Asks the Rokhachov in his language, he says, What does this Mechilta want to say? The whole Torah is that way. That Moshe Rabbeinu is the Shliach Hashem, and he's passing it on to the Am Yisrael without anyone else. Never that says the Rabbi Shabbat, the Pshat, the Pshat is as follows. He says, look what has, and here he brings to our attention a Chidush Godel of this text of the, of, of the Chumash. There's something very novel occurring in this Pasuk, and that is what we just mentioned a moment ago. Throughout the Chumash, you know what Kodesh Baruch Hu commands? Biblical halachas, not discern the Rabbana. Here, all of a sudden, a new halacha is alluded in this psukim. And that is, Hashem says, you also have to refrain from shvusim. And we know the mirror even the Rabbanon. Says the Rogat Shabbat going here and in many other places. And he brings to our attention the Rambam, not just in Perik Aleph. In the beginning in Perik Aleph, says the Rambam, you should know every Shabbos day upon the Shabbos it is written, don't do any labor. And then it says, you have to rest on the Shabbos. Says he, in Perik Aleph, we would possibly learn, you have to rest from Melacha. Right? So you shouldn't do Melacha, you have to rest from Melacha. So if one does Melacha on Shabbos, the cardinal Melachas, the biblical Melachas, you have transgressed the prohibition, and you've also over, you haven't fulfilled the positive commandment. You've gone against the positive. It's an S and a Loisase. But in Perik Aleph, Melacha Shabbos, says the Rambam an interesting thing, Namar Batero Tishboys. And the Raman, go, the Raman goes on to say that even things which aren't Osur Midor, aren't Bechlal Melacha, are prohibited. And then a sequence to that, he goes on to say the Chachamim prohibited many in Yonim, which are Midor Abonon, Shvusi. So there's a Magad Mishnah there and says, you know, the two ways he learns. One way he learns, he says, you know, it could be the Tish, so look, the Raman, you look at the text of the Raman, it would seem that the term Tishba is there, has an additional definition. That it's not just having to refrain, rest from Elocha, right? But it also has an additional definition. You also have to rest from things which the Torah did not prohibit you, right? So the Magad Mishnah deals with it. Magad Mishnah is a commentary on the Rambam. And he brings to the Rambam to our attention. So in the second pshat he says, maybe it's only an asmachta. But in the first pshat of the, of the now the Lecha Mishnah wants to take the Rambam out of context, and he wants to even explain the Magad Mishnah means that. But we're following the first pshat of the Magad Mishnah, which is, which the Minchas Chinuch follows also in Mitzvah Reh Tzadik Zayin, and the Rogat Shover Goin is very big on it, and he also brings to substantiate that approach in the Rambam, Berikhov Aleph, he brings a Rambam, Berikhov Dalet, Halacha Yud Beis. Because the Rambam, he says, Tish boys, the Rambam seems to use that positive mitzvah to rest, also relating to mitzvahs the Rabbon, Isurim the Rabbon, prohibitions of the Rabbon. The Magad Mishnah brings to our attention a Ramban. There's a known Ramban in Parsha Samur, Parsha Chav Gimel, Parsha Chav Dalet, who has a lengthy exposition to explain for us that even though the Torah prohibited Malachas on Shabbos, nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch does not want us to walk around and toil throughout the Shabbos and our day should be like a weekday. 
And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also said that there is a positive Indian for us to rest. Menucha. That's a term in the Ramban. We spoke about it on Monday. So the Ramban says, Midoraisit is an Indian of Menucha. So he says, all the Yisurim, the Rabbonon, fall into, so to speak, into the category of Menucha. And the Rokachavra basically says that even though the Torah didn't actually prohibit in detail all these specific prohibitions with the Rabbonon, but when one doesn't keep, in other words, one toils extra arbit, even though he's not transgressing, because it's not Bechlal Yisasek on Malach, or he does his sermon the Rabbonon, so it's either Tirch or his sermon the Rabbonon, he is, in addition that he doesn't fulfill what the Rabbonon demanded of him, he's also not fulfilling this general idea of Menucha to rest, and he therefore brings this Rambam, also in Perik of Dalat, Allah, based on the Rambam says, one of the reasons the Chacham says there's an Yisra Muqtza so the Rambam says, because if he'll be busy and moving things all day, he'll be Mevatel, what Shabbos stands for, Leman Yonuach, says the Rambam, so there's a positive Indian to rest, Menucha. Okay? The Mela says the Ragachover going, it, it, there's no, there's no, you don't get lashes if you do Tirchon Shabbos. You don't get lashes if you transgress and Issa Rabbanon on Shabbos. There's no cardinal punishment, right? Uh, cardinal punishment, is that the word? Yeah, there's no, right? All of that, it's those, for those Malachas. It's just that you haven't fulfilled the positive mitzvah of menucha b'shabbos. In other words, like we just mentioned, which is uh, brought to our attention by the... And the ritva, the ritva, the meshachachma in Pashas Ve'eschanam, Apostle Shomer brings this Ramban, and he says that the ritva praises this Ramban. And you know what the ritva writes in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, that the Ramban reveals a pearl for us. As there all the inyanim, in addition to Malachas, which we have to refrain on Shabbos, is b'chal menucha. And the Mechazchanach explains, even though the Ramban says it in relation to Yom Tov, it applies also to Shabbos, but the Rogat is... Okay, so I'm wrapping it up because we have to go. And that is as follows. Hey, we're just going to come to the gist of it. If you recall, the Rogat going said as follows. There's a halacha in Parsha Shoftim, in the, in the, in the, in the supreme Parsha Shoftim. The Torah says, based on the Posuk, the Posuk says as follows. The Posuk says, uh, the Posuk says, V'dibber aleihem. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, V'dibar aleihem uto the Novi. So the Sifri says, Shaloi lo hoishi v'samet turgimon. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands the Novi that when you convey Nevius, when you prophesy and you pass it on to the Amistroel, you have to say it directly. And if you don't say it directly, it's no good. I want you to say it directly. Now, we, we spoke this, in, we, we discussed this in length once before. This is not, according to the Rokot Shavar Goin, if the, the Novi himself doesn't pass on this message, it's not just that there's something lacking in the, 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 the force or the power or the impression. According to him, the whole criteria of the message falls away. In other words, we know when a Novi commands someone who doesn't fulfill it, his chayim, his etc., etc., all of that. So the severity of Divrei HaNavi is only when the Navi himself says it. Mashenkin of a translator translates it and gives it over, so even though you hear the halacha, nevertheless, you're not regarded as if you will transgress, you're transgressing the Divrei HaNavi because it went through the maturing, but that's the way the Rogat explains it there. And if you, okay, so the Rogat Shabbat going said something novel once before we discussed it, and this is also negated to the, to the Egel, right? There's an opinion in the Gemara, in Misech the Yumad of Samachvav, said the Rogat Shabbat going, uh, the Gemara says in Samachvav that be, uh, those who there was, uh, those who who actually uh, uh, prostrated to the eagle, then there were those who just embraced the eagle. Says the Gemara, according to one opinion, that even those who embraced the eagle and hugged the eagle, the golden calf, they are chayiv misa. They actually have to get their liable to, to be, be punished with that death penalty. Asks the Rogat Shavar, going, how can that be? We know that we only one only gets lashes. 
Why death penalty? So the Rogachover going is Mechadish. Because here we have something novel. Where did they hear that we shouldn't serve idols? For Moshe Rabbeinu, the Novi Hashem. So therefore, the Chayav Misa, because they're transgressing the din that we're not listening to the Novi. So even though this individual or sin they've transgressed doesn't demand that he should be punished with the death penalty, but because every commandment of Moshe Rabbeinu in the desert was so when one didn't keep his word in addition to the general punishment he gets he also gets a punishment the severe punishment of not keeping the words following the words of the Navi so the Rabbi Shavar going says as follows when it comes to all the obvious of the Torah talk about says so there's the there's the, the cardinal Malacha so you get the death penalty the skiller if you don't keep Shabbos right now what but if you don't keep the Yisurim the Rabbonim there's no way he's going to get stoned it's only Bechlal Menucha you just didn't keep the Mitzvah the Rabbonim so you haven't fulfilled this Mitzvah the Hashem demands of you to rest but when is that only nowadays but in the Midbar, even those mitzvahs, even those mitzvahs which are merely Bechlal Shvusi, and they're only falling into the category and categorized as Menucha, the halacha is because they hear it from Moshe Rabbeinu, the halacha will be that they're Chayv Misa. There's a major, major punishment as if they would have what? They actually would have transgressed the cardinal Malachas of Shabbos. So says the Rabbi Shavar Goy. That's why it says in the Mechilte, Hashem says, you know when they will be chayiv and this shvus will have the carry all the, the, the fundamental and, 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 and the stringencies of all the Malachas of Shabbos only. Says, therefore it says, only, only, and he's about to tell him the shvusin, to give over the Yidin, that you have to keep the Yisurim the Rabbonim. Over when is that? If you're going to pass it on to them, you throw without a maturgamon, without a translator. So only then, because they hear it directly from you, so you are the Navi Hashem, and you didn't transgress Ali Yedem We keep to the rules of Nevius, so they hear your words. So if they will not keep even the Shmusim, they are Chayim, it is Bachlal, the halacha of what we've just discussed. That's why it's Dafka written by Shabbos, but Dafka in this context of Shabbos, because we're Mechadish, the din of Yisurim the Rabbonon. So Yisurim the Rabbonon carry the stringency of Melochas, not so much Melochas, but of Chiyuv Misa, so to speak, Mitzad the Divri Hanavi. But when do we have Divri Hanavi? When it's Loyal de Malach, Loyal de Shalech, I'm sorry, I gotta go, but it's beautiful. Mm. <laughs>